Episode 183, we are going into round nine, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam, here with Claudio. What's up, Claudio? Well, besides being super excited for this round nine in Hotlanta this weekend. Hotlanta! <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm great, dude. Just uh, excited to be back on the air and bring you guys the best of the best. Um, and then also, well, if you're looking for a great weekend, this is the weekend because we're going to be like a girl in the club, you know, with our cell phones <laughs> out and, uh, just going to get, you know, just funny moments and bring you guys up to date. We're going to be live, a bunch of different things happening this weekend. So stay tuned at MXSX Podcast on Instagram for sure. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like a kid in the candy shop would probably be more like a girl in the club. <laughs> That's nah, so funny. No, nah, a girl in the club girl, right? with a the... phone out and just Snapchatting everything. There we go. Because this weekend is the East-West shootout going down in Atlanta. where So everybody's going to be there. Obviously, all the 450 guys, we're going to have the 250 East Coast and the 250 West Coast guys battling it out. So it's definitely going to be a great night of racing. Oh, the yeah. track map looks awesome. We're going to go over it all. But first, uh, actually, not everyone is going to be there. A new rider has popped up on our injury report and sad to say, it is Justin Barsha. He's going to be missing this week from a concussion that he suffered in practice, uh, training for this race. And, dude, that really sucks because he started off the season with a win. And then last week in Detroit, in that third moto, he was actually, like, leading some of that race. So it's like he was definitely running up front. And uh, after hurting his tailbone in, in that one crash, it seems like he was starting to, like, you know, really pick things up again. So... Really sucks that he is not going to be joining us in Atlanta this weekend. Yeah, very unfortunate for the Monster Energy Yamaha team to not have Justin Barsha. Also, though, you mentioned, yeah, you said Justin Barsha started the, the season with the red plate and everything. But it's definitely not the Justin Barsha that we were expecting. I feel like we're missing something. And, well, unfortunately, he won't be there this weekend for Atlanta. He might be there just sending autographs, but he definitely won't be racing due to the crash that he suffered actually here in Florida too. So um, very unfortunate for the fans that were looking to to see Bam Bam out there, maybe slamming into some people or getting <laughs> slammed. Yeah, we saw him slam Bowers in Minneapolis and he did not slam him again in Detroit. So you do not get your $100. That, uh, yeah, we'll it, have to wait. Actually, Bowers slammed Barsha, but yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, either way, I did not get $100, so... But, yeah, no, definitely excited. Somebody else is not going to be there. It's uh, Vince Freezy, as we mentioned in our last podcast. He suffered an ACL injury, and he will be out for the rest of the season, pretty much. He went under surgery this week and to repair the, the, you know, the torn ACL. But the good news is that we're going to have a feeling rider... And it's somebody that we are kind of familiar with that, uh, you know, he went up up north to to a different route. But, uh, yeah, Micah Lessie 
we'll be filling in for him. Yeah, that's right. Mike Alessi, who has been up north in Canada, eh, racing the motocross series up there. So he is back, man. So that that is exciting that he will be on the line with all these guys. And obviously this 450 is off to a great start. And Eli Tomac is starting to, you know, look like his old self again, as we were saying. And obviously Chad Reed coming off a podium finish. Yeah. Uh, Ken Roxon, formerly known as Red Plate Roxon. Blake Baggett was up there last week. And then obviously Cooper Webb, who has just been dominating recently uh, with the closest finish over Roxon. And then another close finish over Baggett in Detroit. So I think the 450s is already going to be insane. It already gives us so much to look forward to. And then just whenever you add the 250s with the East Coast and the West Coast coming together, it's just like I don't even know what what the most exciting part is. Yeah. Uh, Somebody else that's also going to be there is Dylan Merriam. He will be uh, racing this weekend, as he said in his Instagram. Looking forward to the Red Third. So see you, Atlanta. Atlanta. Hotlanta, I think sorry. he spelled it wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think sorry. he meant Hotlanta. Yeah, he <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's been in Canada. We'll correct too long. it for him. Yeah, yeah, he's been in Canada too long. So, um, yeah, there was also uh, rumors of Cedric Subarus that he will be he was going to be racing under the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team canopy, but he's not. Oh he's, yeah, he's just gonna be. Oh. A regular privateer, yeah. Way to tease it, right? Uh, he's just gonna yeah. Be, I was uh, like, what? <laughs> he's just gonna be a privateer. He will be racing with a husky, though. You know, there's speculations that he was gonna be on HEP, and you know, he just signed a deal with Husqvarna up in Europe, and he looks like he's gonna be racing in a Husqvarna this weekend. And somebody else that also got a new team and will be racing in his new team this weekend is uh, Martin Castello. Who is going to be racing under the JMC Husqvarna team? Oh team. wow! Yeah, congratulations to him on on nailing the ride at least for the rest of the year. And you know we saw him getting some pretty decent results on a Suzuki. So I'm excited to see what he can do on a on a Husqvarna. Yeah, I wonder why he would uh, switch it up like that mid season. Obviously, he was off to a a decent start. He had some good finishes. Actually, his best finish was in San Diego. When he got sixth place, so uh, it seems like things were starting to go good for him. But hopefully, I guess things. Hopefully, they'll just keep getting better for him. Well, yeah, I feel like this team could be good, a good fit for him, and uh, I'm I'm very excited to see what he can do. Honestly, uh, uh, you know, we mentioned him at the beginning of the year, obviously when they were doing the West Coast, and and he was doing really good, like very surprisingly good. You know, especially coming from the Ivy Corps team last year and being very unsuccessful with the program. Um, very excited to see him on, on an actual team and and well getting picked up in the in the middle of the season pretty much and and given a chance or opportunity, you may say, to to show what he's got. Have you seen Ken Roxon's new look? His what do you mean his new look? So What's he got a mustache or something? No, he shaved off <laughs> like his head, his whole head. And uh, yeah, apparently, I mean, I'm not 100% sure if it is. Um, this year, I understand that a couple years back, whenever he was riding for the Suzuki, that Ricky Carmichael, uh, what is it? Harden Huntington? Ricky Carmichael? Yeah, is, that, the, is that what it was? 
Yeah, the RCH. Yeah, the RCH team. He shaved it off, but apparently he's doing that again. So maybe he's just trying to change up the like, you know, the vibe. Just like, oh, I need to change. Things yeah. aren't going right. Just yeah, kind of making some little changes. Hey, why not, man? I mean, as long as it's not going Britney Spears on us, we're good. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's a good change and not like a, a breakdown. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He struggled this past week. So like he had the red plate and then he just loses to Cooper Webb in Minneapolis. And then Chad Reed beat him last week. So uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who knows what got to him. But Chad Reed beat a lot of people last week. So yeah. I guess that's not an insult. Yeah, no, exactly. Plus it's Legend Chad Reed. Legend Chad Reed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> well, and Cooper Webb also gave him the kill shot, bro. He gave him the he pew. You know, so yeah, I finger gunned him. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he got him. He's probably still messed up about it. But speaking of red plate, let's talk about this red clay that we're gonna see oh. in uh, Hotlanta this weekend. I'm super excited about this weekend, especially because this is a badass stadium as well. Last time I was in Atlanta, it was for and the actual the Georgia Dome before they, you know put it into pieces but yeah. Uh, yeah i'm definitely excited about this one and this track looks amazing yeah it looks pretty cool the start like right down the middle it like splits the whole track in half yep uh it's got like a huge it looks like a pretty long start too oh yeah and we, we do see like it's got like kind of a little kink or am i just seeing things maybe like a little kink in that first rhythm section oh no it's kinky this track is kinky bro <laughs> yeah, it is kinky, and then it's got, like, of course, an over-under section. Yeah, uh, we sand. always like seeing those. Yeah, uh, just rhythm. It, do, it is. It does look kind of. I don't want to say simple, but it looks. Uh, it's not definitely as jumpy as we saw in Detroit. It doesn't look as crazy as that. No, and I imagine. Uh, I imagine they're making it this way because of the whole showdown, and you know they're they're gonna have a lot of track or riders on it, and they need a simple track. They need a uh, so a track that's gonna make a good show for the night, and and I think we're gonna have it here. That like you mentioned, oh yeah, we have that really long straightway, pretty much from one end of the stadium to the other. That's the starting gate or start, yeah, starting gate air uh, straightway. Then you turn into a kink, which it could be a quad, might as well be a quad or a triple with a step on, step off. I'm not a fan of the skinks. The, the the kinky situations because it gets very one-lined but maybe with you know being on a turn and 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 the starting gate and whatnot maybe it will change so i'm i i, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with that then yeah uh, we have seen them make lots of changes uh from before, what the track map says so yeah from the track map to press day to actual race day even from qualifiers to race day they've made a lot of changes right so yeah we'll see but uh as of right now it looks very jumpy a lot of rhythm sections it's got a nice long they look like they're gonna be big whoops obviously the under over under which is I think it's a cool obstacle to have at a track. Um, it doesn't look like it, you know, it looks like you're going to have to maybe slow down a lot because um, there's not really like a jump or a wall jump on it. That sand is going to make, you know, probably be really deep. Yeah, sand always makes things interesting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think it's a very simple track and, I mean, we'll be there, so who cares? 
Yeah, let's just talk about the stadium, too, because obviously we just had the Super Bowl there in this stadium. Yeah. We got... This stadium is, like, state-of-the-art, and not only that, they say, like, the concession stands, like, all the food and stuff there is, like, super, like, reasonable, like, a couple dollars for just, like, I don't know, a hot dog and, like, beers are cheap and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. They also have Chick-fil-A in the stadium, and it's never open for the football games because they're on Sundays, but it's going to be open Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be there just because, you know, like, <laughs> we have to. It's Chick-fil-A of the stadium on Saturday. Oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A is awesome. So I think we're in for a good weekend all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the pits are going to be outside, so it is important to keep an eye on the weather. What you got? Yeah, so the weather looks pretty good. We got a high of 66 degrees, nice. so uh, not bad. Low of 52, 20% chance of rain. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like it should be pretty good. When? Mostly when? cloudy. When is it going to rain? Yeah, so Friday, that we got an 80% chance of rain, but then Friday night, 20% chance, uh, and then Saturday, 20, Saturday night, 20. So who knows? But I mean, the race is obviously indoors, so that's nice. But if it rains outside, it could really mess up our pit party. But I think we'll be all right. I'm optimistic. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So coming into this East-West showdown, I have, a, I have a, some numbers here for, for the, the two guys that are going to be actually holding the red plates, which is the Pro Circuit uh, team. They call it That's right. Adam Cianciarulo is leading the... West Coast with yep. 114 points yep. over Shane McElrath, Colt Nichols, and Ferrandis. And then, obviously, Austin Forkner has been dominating three races in. Uh, Undefeated, with, as they say. Yeah. Over Jordan Smith, Justin Cooper, and Chase Sexton. Well, so Cicerulo is coming into this race with 49 let laps of 94 this season. That's pretty impressive, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Less than half. Austin Forkner has led 80 of 81 laps this season. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> that He's is been dominating. Yeah, that's insane. And I really don't know what to expect this weekend, bro. Like, very exciting news. Um, it looks like in the 250 class, you know, we're not really missing anyone right now. Obviously... We have just Christian Craig. Yeah, Christian Craig, who actually went uh, on his second thumb surgery. Yeah, that's crazy because once they start doing multiple surgeries like that, it kind of like raises a flag. Like, what's going on? Like, is it going to be all right? You're going to be able to get this thing going again. So hopefully, this one's a success and he can come back strong. And yeah, so definitely Christian Craig won't be there. Uh, that's probably the biggest name that isn't going to be there out of all these guys. Yeah, Thomas Covington, all, uh, actually from uh, the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team, won't be there as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sucks for him. Yeah, that's he, too bad. He hopes to be back for Daytona, which I think, I think, and I, he's going to do good in Daytona if he does come back. Just because the, you know, Daytona dirt and the sand and the outdoor, like, yeah, exactly, kinda... exactly. Just exactly All that right. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's hurt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll have to, but I, I mean, it didn't stop Jordan Smith last week. We thought maybe that wrist injury was going to slow him down. Maybe it did slow him down a little bit, but he still looked really good out there. And, oh yeah. He looked uh, terrific. I mentioned, I mentioned it looked like 
he he was definitely bothered by it in a couple of occasions. He was kind of like that. You can see him just get tired or just kind of like not being able to hold on anymore. But then he would just get like that second wind and just boom. Yeah, so what is your thoughts? I'll tell you my thoughts on the East Coast versus West Coast. I think East Coast comes out on top. I would bet, I would pretty much bet money on it. Uh, Forkner looks really good. Uh, Jordan Smith, who we just talked about, looks really good. Adam Cintarulo obviously struggled a lot, uh, but he also looks really good. So I don't know. I just think Forkner is just, he just looks like he's on a different level than everyone else. So I'm not going to be surprised if he blows everybody away this week. Yeah, um, I really hope he can continue with his streak and just break all the records from you know from here on out. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what he can do with this, like with the stack field because this is gonna be pretty much everyone in the two fifty class will be out there trying to make it. And I was trying to figure this out. I'm I'm not sure how they do it. Do they do it kind of like how they do triple crowns that you know because they do. East practice, West practice, East main or East coast heat, West coast heat. And then they do LCQ together, main event together. So do you have to like be in the top, whatever for your coast, I guess, to be able to qualify for the night show? Yep. It looks like that's how it's going to be. Um, and I was going to ask, what's the best way to judge who is better, East Coast or West Coast? Is it by the number one spot, or do you take maybe like the top ten and add up who has the most riders at the top ten or something? What What's the best way to judge who's gonna do better this weekend? Uh, I will I will go by the top ten. I mean, I don't think you can go with the um, or with, combination of the two. You well, I mean, I I feel like you can get top ten like period just from this race. And just kind of see who's got the most riders up there. And that's how you, you can tell, you know. Or the podium. Or do we look at the podium and be like, all right, we got two East Coast guys on there, one West Coast yeah, guy. Exactly, uh, you can do that too. So yeah. East Coast wins or something. Yeah, so I don't know. I just see everywhere the East Coast coming out on top. But maybe I'm just a homer, you know, East Coast guy. So <laughs> uh, that could be it. But let us know who you think is going to come out on top. Uh, East Coast, West Coast, as we said, Austin Forkner, Jordan Smith, Justin Cooper, Chase Sexton, Alex Martin, Mitchell Oldenburg, Martin Davalos, Kyle Peters, all these guys on the East Coast. And then on the West Coast, we got Adam Cincirulo, Shane McElrath, Colt Nichols, Dylan Ferrandis, RJ Hampshire, Jimmy Dakotas, Cameron McAdoo, Garrett Marchbanks. Uh, it's We're definitely in for an awesome, awesome race. Yeah. Yeah, something else that to look at before we we finish this podcast. Throttle Syndicate on Instagram mentioned that if any rider on the Pro Circuit race team or the Troy Lee Designed race team takes the 250 main event win in Atlanta, they'll get 75% of the money and the other 75% will go to the fifth place finisher in the 250 LCQ. And if if one of a riders doesn't finish in first place, you know, meaning the Troy Lee guys or the PC guy or the Pro Circuit guys don't finish in the first place, all the money will go to the fifth place finisher in the 250 LCQ. Well, I got to tell you, I think definitely one of the Pro Circuit or Troy Lee designs guys will win. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Though, though, 
I mean, we underestimated Colt Nichols at the beginning of this year. What if he comes out and just dominates everyone? Yeah, exactly. You never, <laughs> exactly. I guess you never know. Well, we have <laughs> Colt Nichols. We have Dylan Ferrandez. We have Justin Cooper. We have Mitchell Oldenburg. So any of those. Yeah, those Yamaha guys. Yeah, any of those guys could definitely be a surprise. And what about JGR? Is there even a chance like one of the JGR Suzuki's could like take a win? Alex Martin would, would be the only one that I can think of. Or Kyle Peters or uh, Jimmy Dakotis who oh. had a, he won a heat race. Or so. Enzo. Or Enzo. <laughs> yeah, he's struggled. But hey, you never know. Someone gets on fire and just comes out. That's what's exciting about this race. I think anything can happen. Exactly, exactly. And this is and this is why this event is going to be awesome. But um, yeah, you guys stay tuned to what we're going to bring to you guys this weekend. We might have a contest. And uh, is there anything else you want to add to this episode? I think we got most of this stuff. You'll have to tune in to our next episode where we make our picks and we'll cover anything that we missed. But yeah, just follow us on Instagram at MXSX Podcast and we'll get those Detroit videos up and, you know, focus all our attention on this Atlanta race. Right, that's right. See you next time. Peace.